All right, JP, welcome back. I know you. I know you had to hop on there a little early. They wanted to talk about the the, the LAFC kit, but yeah. man, let's let's talk. Let's talk. Well, we gotta we gotta talk about the Rams first and foremost. They won. They won the Super Bowl. Um, the LA Rams or whatever they wanted to call it. But what, what were your thoughts? You, you live in K Town. What were your thoughts on on the Super Bowl now, like getting a Super Bowl championship? I was in Palmdale uh, when they won. So during the Super Bowl, I saw, I was, I saw it in Palmdale. Um, then I, when I got here, there was, you know, helicopters flying over. So they didn't want any noise. They didn't want any celebrations, um, any donuts happening. But uh, I think it's good for the city. Um, to be fair, the Chargers did play in Dignity, and the Rams played in the Coliseum across the street from Bank of California. So there is that connection with LAFC and the Rams, whereas Galaxy, I guess, have it with the Chargers. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's good. It was fun. Um, you know, Aaron Donald being the GOAT, I guess, of the game, being the MVP, we should have won. But yeah, LA, LA wins, and LA is a city of champions. So regardless of who you support, you know, we had another trophy case of the city. Yeah, and I think to me that that's, that's very – it was exciting. I don't know, just – I was able – I was in Inglewood. I watched it there in Inglewood uh, at a bar called, called The Wood. It was, it was cool just to vibe out there and everything. Uh, Alex comes in going. Got to say, you misspelled it there, but it, it, it was it was it was time. Uh, it was cool to see now that for the Rams to get a, a Super Bowl championship, a Super Bowl win, obviously, and you know, the city, the city of champions, LA gets a gets a Super Bowl champ championship. So we'll see. I'm I'm gonna be at the at tailgate tomorrow. I mean, at, at the parade tomorrow. So I'm excited for that. I'm looking forward to see that, and and it's and it's gonna be an exciting time. Um, let's talk about the 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 Champions League because I know I saw your tweets about the Champions League. I know you're a big Messi guy. Messi missed the penalty or got it blocked or whatever you say, but he did not score it. But Mbappe came and saved the day once mm-hmm. again for PSG. What what were your thoughts uh, on the matchup and everything that you saw? I thought it was a good game by PSG. Um, I think we're all played with fire too much. They sat back way too much, um, and you know they ultimately paid the price in the last minute. I think the game should have been maybe 2-0. Obviously, Messi missed the penalty. When he when he took it, when he was, you know, walking back, I was like, ah, he's not going to make it. I don't see he's, – he's not confident. Uh, Messi hasn't scored against Real since before the 2018 Russia World Cup. Um, so it's not really a good stat, especially in this series. Um, but I think the biggest thing is Messi, when he gets the ball, he always wants the fullbacks to make runs, which was which is what he was used to in Barca with Jordi Alba always, you know, making those runs and him connecting with him. And the fullbacks don't make those runs with Messi at PSG. Um, but, you know, the, the man of the match was Killian. Um, Mbappe was was on fire. He wanted it. Um, he was just eating up Carvajal down that wing. And, you know, he finally got his goal at the end. So he got what he deserved. Um, Neymar was back, which is which was nice. Um, always more star powers is always good. Um, so maybe in three weeks, Neymar's fully fit. And we see Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe get that start in Bernabeu. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize because I obviously I don't keep up with too much of the European talk. But I didn't realize he was out. Did they say he was out since September? Yeah, he's or something been, like that. I don't know about September, but he's been out since last year. He yeah, got, that, yeah, that's that's crazy. Again. And I was yeah. like, man, but watching that game, it was it was a chess match, and it, it was it was good to see the game um, and see Mbappe. I gotta ask you this: Is Mbappe better than Messi now? Right now, present form, I think so. 
All time, I don't think so. I don't think you can. Oh, we're talking about right now, but all time. I mean, right this, now, he's he's won a World Cup, so he already has that over Messi, and he's he he's, he shined. I think did he win the MVP or what? What do they call it? The, uh, the golden ball. The golden ball. Yeah, he, he he's already done some very spectacular things in a young, in his young, yeah, in his young um, career. Maybe I'm just Messi biased, and I still need to see more of Mbappe. But I think Messi's just a complete player. Mbappe is more of a striker winger. Um, you can't put him has, in the to, tent. has to put away those penalties. I was like, oh, okay, because you know there was like they were talking. The commentators were talking about like, oh, who's going to take it? They're like Messi and Mbappe. I could see like Mbappe taking the next PK. Yeah, after, I, I think he should have taken it too because it was his foul. Yeah, but you know, Messi's Messi, so you can't really take those balls away from him if he wants them. Yeah, no, no, no. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because the other thing too is like. Mbappe wants to play Real Madrid, and he obviously he, he had to beat them, obviously. But it, it the storyline was was just so amazing, and in order to see that, because this is like obviously his final year, which everybody assumes, and then you also got to see, um, you know, Messi and Neymar, and if they can get it done with all that star power. And it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see what 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 they do. Um, let, let's talk about um, let's talk about Carlos Vela, because Carlos Vela. Um, just recently, I think he was on, what is it? Aura Nunca. I think yeah. that's the thing. He talked about, um, one paraphrase in here, cause I think I retweeted it, but he, he talked about, you know, he says he still has two to three years left, uh, and playing top form. And he also says that he closed the door, but I'm gonna play this. It's in, it's in Spanish and then we'll just translate it the best way I can, um, to you guys. But I, I thought it was very interesting. I think Herc. Always does a great, always does a great job asking these questions. And give me a second. We'll play it here. Si físicamente las lesiones me respetan, puedo ser el mejor de esta liga y y eso es lo que busco. Siempre digo que me quedan dos, tres años de buen nivel de poder seguir compitiendo con los mejores en esta liga y después de ahí veré cómo estoy mentalmente y cuando yo note que ya es momento de que no estoy disfrutando o que ya no estoy como quiero estar, directamente diré que es el momento de dejarlo. Carlos Vela, cierra la puerta totalmente con la selección mexicana. Sí, creo que ya momento de los jóvenes, de Chucky, de Cate, de Laines, sí. All right, got got to ask you about that. He says he still has two to three years left to play at a top level, and says that he can still be the best player in this league. Um, what are your initial thoughts on that? And he, he goes on to you know if he stays healthy, you know he goes on to say if he stays healthy, he can go on and do that. What, uh, what are your what were your thoughts on that? On Carlos Vela saying that? Yeah, I mean, if he said it. if he stays healthy, I think he could do it for two more years um, at a DP level. Uh, it just Vela is just a different, a different type of player. Um, he's he's Mexico's biggest what if player. Um, the talent is there, the quality is there. But if he's not fit, then nothing's going to happen. Um, I think he knows how to take care of himself. I think he has the right trainers. He's been in Europe. He knows what it takes to truly take care of your your body. Um, but if he gets injured, it's not going to happen for another. You know, he has you know maybe another year if, if he gets injured again. Um, but you know, you see it in in him, or that's what I saw in him that he wants to win. Um, an MLS Cup, and he wants to, you know, be at the top here in MLS. Um, I still think he could, he could be at the top at 35, um, or one of the top players in this league at 35. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting that, he, um, you know, he also referenced the, the injury and stuff, and, you know, saying that he obviously the confidence is there, hasn't gone in anywhere. 
Um, and I, I, to me, that comes off. He's he's more motivated this season than he was previously because, you know, we didn't we didn't hear the or maybe he wasn't asked or anything like that. But like you know, with everything going on and all these injuries, I'm glad he addressed it and he talked about it. And you you know you still see it and you still see a different charisma of him compared to last year. And I think you know you have all these players like Chicho. You have a new coach. You have a you have you have more pieces and you know more mature pieces more players that you're having i think he's he's better in a he's better in a mental state you know when it comes to like talking and being about lafc because you know it seemed like last season he, he was just checked out there was just you know he wasn't showing to certain games and stuff like that obviously due, due to his injury but to support his team but I, I think, you know, I think this year is going to be a breakout. It's either the breakout year for another breakout year. I don't know if it's a 2019 type of year. But, you know, if he has something close to that, then, yeah, you know, this is Vela will continue to play two, three years, two, three years more. Um, and then you also have Chicho and B-Rod. Um, the second thing he, he talked about there was he was asked about the Mexican national team. And he says, yes, I closed the door. It's time for the younger players like Chucky and Tacatito. But when he said that, I know he's done. I knew he was done. But when he said that, I was like, this team is not young. It's like Mexico is yeah. not giving – or is it, I'm not saying Mexico. Tata Martino is not giving uh, younger players. And I look, you got like – I saw this tweet too because I, I thought I was like, younger players. I was like, bro, they could use you right now because <laughs> the other, other – uh, it was like Herrera, Guardado, and all these older players that are – you know, Ochoa too, but it's like – they're not doing it, and I don't know if – at least he's honest about it, but it, it, I'm, I'm I'm very, like, very surprised that you don't want to continue to represent your your your, your national team because you got players like Messi, Ronaldo, Mosala, and stuff like that. That's, that's the pride, regardless of what's going on, right? So I always, always I have always found that interesting, but look, when you're done with that, you're done with that. What, what were your thoughts on, on Vela, again, closing the door on the national team? I mean, nobody really knows what went down with the Federation. Um, I think his World Cup was, was 2014. That's when he was playing his best. That's when Mexico really needed that extra different player. Um, him and Gio and Chicharito would have been uh, crazy to see. But, you know, it just didn't happen. He played in Russia. He was, you know, a pivotal piece in that. You know, he scored a penalty. He scored a goal. Um, he scored goals in qualifiers. So he got us into Russia. Um, I think, I mean, he's 32. He's going to be 33 if if he if he would have decided to play in Qatar. That's, you know, prime, last final year of where you can give it your all. But he just doesn't have it in him to play in the national team. And, you know, you can't really force anybody to be on the national team because you have to be 100% dedicated to it to really get everything out of it. Um, I don't know what happened. I don't know if he never really truly had a, a knack for the national team. But, you know, it's, it's a, the biggest what-if story in Mexican national team history. And it just, you know sucks but you can only say thank you for what he did and, and you know wish him the best right now with lafc yeah yeah okay yeah whatever happens maybe we we don't know the full the full story or you know he just wants more time with his family or whatever the case uh may be it's it is an unfortunate thing because you know you talk about the caliber he, he's in and the type of time what he can bring into especially a, a mexican national team that is struggling right now could use another i feel like this would be the type of veteran player that they want not all the the ones that they have are okay, but it's it's not the same because you know, um, like you said, he is the biggest what if player because he he's the closest thing of having just not raw natural gifted talent, and when he uses that talent, is motivated, um, he does amazing things, and you know that's why he went to Arsenal, that's why he played in Europe, uh, what was that Real Sociedad and all these different places. Obviously, now he's here in LAFC, um, doing that. So 
Yeah, I, I think I would just expect to see, uh, you know, hopefully you can see a healthy Vela because you know if he's a healthy, you have, um, you have, you have, you you can have great expectations. You can have so many things, and we know what he can do. Uh, I'm, gonna put, I'm, I'm gonna pull up a couple. It's unfortunate because none of us are at you know Coachella, Coachella watching because they did have a game. I didn't yeah. follow it on Twitter. I know LAFC was posting it about on Twitter, but it's like, look, if I can't watch the game or anything like that. There's very no much point. for me. There's yeah. There's very little for me uh, to pay attention. Here's some photos. It looks like Smahala. Yeah, um, he started. Um, there's Latif. Yeah, started um, too. Cal Jennings. You got Chicha. Yeah, second half. Um. So what 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 are your thoughts on obviously what your, uh, some of the photos and then what are your thoughts about LAFC being out there and potentially having this you know uh, forthcoming of you know spring training. Uh, MLS version out there in Palm Springs, Coachella area? I think it's a good idea, you know, to have a preseason tournament. Um, the game was windy, um, if that's an excuse, but the team hasn't won in preseason. And the starters or the first half squad that he, that Trundolo puts out hasn't scored. Um, all the goals have been second half, one penalty by Mamadou Fall and then the other one by Ordonez, who I don't even think um, is going to pay potential USL, USL player. Um, but Vela hasn't scored. Birod hasn't scored. None of you know the the potential starters have scored. Um, so I guess that's the one concerning part. Um, and then the other concerning part is you give a penalty up in the ninth minute, and everyone automatically assumed had that feeling. Oh, maybe it could have been Mario. Um, and you know, if that's the t- uh, the general fan base's first reaction, then it's not a good thing. Um, because if it was another zero zero tie, then you say, okay, Steve has said he's going to work on the defensive aspect of the game and you know you kept the team zero zero but that's not the case you let two goals in and you can't score so you know it's not you know i'm not gonna you know be the biggest alarmist because it is preseason it doesn't really mean anything if they start you know with a win against the rapids but you know it's not looking good and it's not you know leaving the fan base calm when you don't have a win yeah and I, i'm just pulling this up right now they lost two zero to dc united um, obviously they haven't been able to score and it makes it kind of interesting. Um, like I said, I, I didn't pay attention to it. I'm assuming they played the first half. I don't know if they played the full 90 minutes. What, what was the, what was the Twitter thing saying? So, uh, I mean, I have the, I think uh, it's, it was cheeky, um, Mama Rufal, Mario and Escobar. And then the middle was Ilya, Blessing and Sifu. And then it was B-Rod, Opoku and Bella. Bella was playing the false nine and then, oh, Maxine was started. So then the second half. Uh, was a bit hybrid. It was Moon, um, Leone, Ibiaga, um, Ryan Halstead, the new guy they acquired from Dallas, McCarthy and Goal, Janela, uh, Chris Ostomo, and um, Janela, oh, Janela, Chris Ostomo, and somebody else in the midfield. And then it was Chicho, Musovsky, and Jennings up top. So it was three strikers up top, which I thought was was interesting. Oh, a USL midfielder was in. Um, with Janela and Chris. So, you know, I think you try to balance in those two squads because Chicho and Ibiaga are potential starters. Um, but yeah, I mean, they can't score. So that's the biggest concern. Yeah, it is. It is preseason, but yeah, that, that would be concerning. Um, we got, uh, before we go to Ryan Hong here, Jose Gonzalez says, Coachella, this will definitely get better with time and more teams participating. If you ever went to Tucson, great way to see a lot of teams. And I think that is the most exciting thing because I, you know, half of my life I grew up in Phoenix and I went to spring training and I got to see the Dodgers there. 
and you know, and, and all those different things, and you got to see up close, and then that that experience is amazing. But also getting to see other players, right? When you have all these other players that you know that play in Austin, that play in Texas, or whatever, you know, um, you know, you had before you had players like or like Nani, or, you know, all these different players are coming into the league. You know, even Toronto, um, you know, who they're, they're getting what is it, Lorenzo and Zion, right? Players yeah. like that, you can all you can see them all in one place. I think I think it's an amazing thing, and hopefully they're able to, to capitalize on that. Um, you know, and like and I said, I know this is like the first go around, but hopefully they're able to to get that down. Let's talk about Ryan's Hollingshead because he was traded for Marco Fafan, and I thought this was a very interesting trade um, because he plays well. He plays as a left back, center back. Uh, yeah. When when I saw this, and obviously I, I don't didn't know anything about Ryan's Holling. I didn't follow FC Dallas, but. I was like, okay, they need a little bit more depth in the center back position. I'm assuming he could play some something in the left back center back position, uh, because you know maybe if Murillo is not up for it or or whatever, you can uh, you know move one of those pieces around there and adding him is vital. I know Marco Fafan, he 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 did struggle, but to me, I don't think you you're losing too much. I think you're you're gaining off this trade and what it was like two hundred and fifty thousand. For the trade, I forgot the details, all the details, but I think this is another a solid, uh, a solid trade for LAFC. Uh, and another addition, unfortunate for Farfan, it didn't it didn't work out. But I think it's be- it's better to, it's better for LAFC to move on from Farfan. And I know people were talking about Chiqui Palacios and all that, but I think with Chiqui Palacios, um, he gives you there's more upside on Chiqui Palacios than there is on Marco Farfan. What are, what are your thoughts on on this pickup in the trade? Yeah, it was a straight swap. Um, you know, you lose potential future with Marco Farfan, but that's kind of what you have Chiki for. Um, and then you got have Ryan Halstead, another MLS experienced guy, um, for when Chiki goes off to Ecuadorian duties. Um, you have, you know, a, a straight um good replacement for him um with Ryan, who knows the league, who can defend, who's six foot two, um, who's gonna be an aerial threat or, you know, a, a, a you know, help back there because set pieces have hurt LAFC, so he's tall. So maybe, you know, he's going to head the balls out and, you know, clear clear the the set piece threat from LAFC's defense. So I think it's a good pickup. You know, MLS has him rated very highly as one of the best left backs in the league. So, you know, there's nothing but good things on, on Twitter when, when the trade happened. A lot of tw- um, Dallas fans were sad, and then a lot of LAFC fans were happy. So I think we ultimately win. Um, so yeah, it's a good good trade and another MLS veteran who we get this offseason. Yeah, no, I, and I like that the LAFC has been adding MLS veteran players because I felt that that's what they really missed last season. And I think everything, and I think last time we spoke before this trade, I was like, they could add another defensive player. And everything that we've been talking and uh, and the moves that I that we've talked about, they're making the moves that uh, that I think we expect them to make the move because last year they weren't making those moves and everything that we've dec- discussed or anything like that, th- those moves are being made. And, and I think it's, as if you're a fan of this team and you're seeing these pieces, obviously the, the scores of the preseason, obviously it's not ideal, but I think the idea and everything behind it, 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 it they're getting it right so, so far, right? Now you got to, actually get the players to play and score goals and everything. that's that comes out of the coaching and everything else but as far as the front office and the pieces they brought in and the, everything they've done so far it's looking good now the next question is going to be the dp and everything like that 
right? Because I think they did pick up an international spot. I don't know if it was with this trade, but they think they did. No, that um, was to Montreal. They they paid two fifty to Montreal for that spot. Okay, but that makes it that makes it very interesting, right? Because you you expect that's going to be an you're going to get an international player right before the season or whatever happens. What what are your thoughts on that? On them getting another international slot? Yeah, so we also um, – there was some talks that maybe it could have been for Maxine because Maxine counts as an international player. Mm. But we had also gotten an international spot with uh, the Kellen trade. So I think that's where that where Maxine's international slot comes from with the Costa trade. Um, so I think this one is setting it up for maybe a potential DP maybe now, maybe you know a week before the season or until the summer. Um, so they don't have to you know be scratching their heads about it where of where I can find the international slot. Um, they already have it. They just need the player in the summer and, and it's potentially and hopefully a DP because, you know, you need three, three DPs if you really want to compete for MLS Cup. Yeah, and I think that that's the interesting, right? The, the interesting thing in this whole DP situation because um, we don't know what's going to happen with Rossi. We're literally 11 days from LAFC's season opener. Um, you know, that's less than two weeks. You know, pretty soon it's going to be just, just right, right around the corner. Um, what? How are you feeling about that? Are you, would you be sad, annoyed, disappointed if they didn't start this season with three DPS? I mean, it wouldn't be anything new. Um, it wouldn't be anything shocking. It wouldn't be the first season with LAFC not having three DPS. Um, ultimately, if we finish with three DPS, I'll be happy with it. I think we've gotten enough MLS experience and enough pieces and depth that you can, you know, potentially overlook that third DP um, and maybe with Steve as a new coach, three DPs, three, you know, big egos in the locker room, isn't something, you know, you want to push them into directly. Um, so maybe, you know, getting it in the summer, really addressing the team's need uh, halfway through the season with the DP is, is the best bet. Um, but if, you know, we really go the whole season without the third DP, then yeah, you know, you really start asking yourselves, what are you doing JT? Um, and we just have to wait and see what the Rossi situation and how it unfolds, because I think that's, I think what truly is holding this, this deal back um, because you, you're not so confident now that Svenerbahce might, you know, sign, sign Rossi. Yeah, no. And uh, LAC just posted yes. this. We're going to, I'm going to play this video of um, Steve Sterling. He talks about, uh, let's see. He talks about Mahala and a couple players here. Let me just pull this up. And these are comments of today's game against DC United. But he's, uh, he's been training well, and he gives us uh, some tools in the front line. He gives us a lot of depth what we've been lacking in the past couple of weeks, and so he's been a great addition. He's on uh, he's on a great path, uh, but we have to continue with his development. Max is a, is a true leader in the back line and a top-notch goalkeeper in this league, and we're, we're very happy to have him in our team. So it's good that he addressed about and talked about Max. I don't know if you said he, he is a good leader back there because that's not what they had. Um, they didn't really have that in the, the back in the back line, right? And I think that having a goalkeeper that has the experience and knows what to do and who you to yell out, who to discuss, uh, it's it's really it's really good. 
I do want to play um, one more clip. I haven't heard from uh, I've never heard Ryan Hollingshead talk. So here's a clip of him <laughs> for like 20 seconds. So we can we can we can hear his voice. We can hear uh, how he sounds, and I, I just think it's important to to see what he has to say about today's uh, tough defeat preseason two zero. Uh, exciting. Feels good to be out there. Uh, you know, still got the heavy legs from from preseason and from traveling out here and. Yeah, she's trying to get used to the guys and getting a good rhythm. But, uh, man, there's some talent out there. You can see it in moments. There's a lot of talent. And uh, now we just, we just got to put it together. So, uh, yeah, good, good first step for sure. We just got to put it together. Literally what we were just saying. I, th- that, I just want to be honest with you guys. That tweet just came out like 20, 20 minutes, 35 minutes ago. So I didn't watch They're it. They're eavesdropping. They're eavesdropping. <laughs> No, I mean they just gotta put it together. All their burners, their burners are listening. All the yeah, all the pieces. Hey man, that's totally fine if they listen. Uh, we're here to help. You know, we're here to help and talk about it. And if it doesn't work out, we'll we'll talk about it some more. Um, but you know, yeah, it's good to hear. It it is refreshing for him to hear to say that, right? What are are your thoughts on him repeating what we said? Yeah, I mean, he's from Cali. Uh, I mean, no, he, yeah, he's from Cali, played at UCLA. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, it's his first game. It's even his first week at training with the guys, and he can already see the talent. Um, he just knows it's that final step that, that needs polishing. The problem is you only have one more test against the New York Red Bulls, and then you're thrown into the home opener with all the fans back against the Rapids, who, you know, eliminated you essentially from playoffs last season. Um, so it's definitely going to be a big, a big one. Uh, with little time, I guess you can say, but you know he sees it. Um, we all see it. We all know the talent is there, and it's just that little polishing that needs to be done. Yeah, well, we'll say that they have another one before the season starts. I right, before we finish up, we got we got to talk. <laughs> we got to talk about the jersey. We got to talk about the jersey leak. This was leaked. Uh, I think I was on Reddit. Um, yeah. So it has a lot of like you know I think a lot of like people are talking about like that has like the Aztec kind of design of Mexico's I think 1998 World Cup jersey. Um, the logos in the middle, the LAFC logos in the middle, the Adidas logos in the middle. Um, this looks obviously like the replica. Um, but what, what are your thoughts on it? Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you not like it? Um, I think flex kills it. Honestly, I really, think, I think flex is not the right logo. Um, I like the central, uh, placement of the logo. I think that was a cool, you know, um, you know, switch up to, to what we've been used to. But I honestly think that with the heart, the badge on the heart and the Adidas, you know, on the other side, it would have been better or it would have been easier on the eyes, maybe, um, because it is very in your face. But I like it. Uh, I just think Flex isn't the best sponsor to help enhance the design because it's big, bold letters that cover up the central piece of the Mm. design. Um, You know, you can still see it on the arms and on the side, but, you know, your eyes kind of gravitate towards the big, bold Flex. Yeah, and, I get. I see that. Okay, I get that now. Yeah, yeah. So and it's like, okay, what are you trying to flex, LAFC? And it's like, I don't know, LA and Power Tools just doesn't really go. I don't know. It's just not the right sponsor for me. Uh, <laughs> I think it's more Hollywood. Like the design is like very like Hollywood esque, like mm. the lights and stuff. I like it though. Um, I think it's cool. Um, I think maybe like next season if they don't renew the flex sponsor and a new sponsor pops up on the shirt, it might look, you know, that much better. But I think we're, we have the best jersey in, in the West Coast. 
So I will say that. Dang, look, that's that's a fair that's a fair point. I think think to me, I, I, last year's was too plain. Last year, and then this year, there's actually a design. I definitely want to see how it looks on the players, Vela, Chicho, and everything like that. Because obviously, this is definitely a replica. I'm pretty sure this is a replica. It's you know, 110 so, bucks. So if it's a replica, that's an expensive 110 bucks. Aren't they? Right those are that's how typically the replica goes for, don't don't they? Is it 110? They, like, usually, they used to be 90, like 80, 90. I don't know. I don't know. Because I know the 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 authentic ones go for like 160. 160. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure that's a replica. Um, and I just yeah, I I I just want to see how it looks on a player. You're right. I didn't really because it does seem a little off with the flex with the flex uh badge but i think maybe it's different um i didn't think about that i did i do i do like that it's in the middle i do like that they went different with this year's and they went a lot more bold than they, than they went last year but i didn't really think about the flex but i think maybe because the lettering is so bold on their logo it kind of throws it off with the rest yeah. of the stuff yeah. um but we'll see i did see you know I, I did share on the facebook pages of uh lafc group and Saw that some people were not as excited, some people were, but I think once we see it on the players, then then I can have a better idea because this is just a a photo on you know if if it was on a mannequin or something like that, yeah, and you can see a lot better. We obviously know it's going to be black black shirt, black shorts, and black socks. I think that's what Vela was wearing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very surprised because like. LAFC was maybe the only team that didn't release their jersey today. I'm assuming they're probably going to do it tomorrow. There's a lot of teams. But I will say overall, Adidas jerseys this year are a lot better than they were last year. And they're not all the same how they were last year with the little three dashes on the on the right side and the sash or, you know, whatever. It was for the 25th anniversary, but it just didn't really suit every team. No, no, it's not every team should have every same, same same jersey, you know. Yeah. Same similar design, but I like that every team um you know has their own unique. But now I think it's final. Yeah. All right, this is a this is a money question. Will you be buying this jersey? Not with flex. I don't think so. Not with flex. I don't okay. that I maybe I need I need to see it on a player. I need to see it in person or maybe you know me with it on, but right now flex is really the deal breaker for me. Um, if it was like a thinner lettering, then you know maybe, because yeah, it's just not flex. Just isn't doing it for me. Interesting, interesting. Hey, you make you make a good point. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, man, I think that's all the time we have. JP, thank you for uh, being on. Um, are you are you gonna go to the parade tomorrow? You going to the parade tomorrow? What are you doing? I got I got work and I got practice. So I can't I can't be. I gotta wake up early for that. So I well, can't. Hey man, that, that's you good. celebrate for me. You celebrate for I'll me. I'll celebrate for you. I'm today's recovery mode. Tomorrow I'm gonna go celebrate. So look, everybody, thank you for tuning in on the on the live show and everybody listening on the podcast. Um, yeah, I'll be there. If you guys are there, hit me up. Say what's up. Um, be cheersing. You know what my goal is? Um, is to try to respectfully throw uh, <laughs> a can of alcohol to one of the players and hopefully they catch it. But I hope that's not like, um, banned. That's not. A, I hope that's not a bad thing because I'm not trying to um, hurt a player. Yeah. You know, so I'm still thinking of if I'll do that or not because I don't want to end up. Right. The, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to end up on the local news like I'm like vandalized or hit someone in the head or something like that. But I'm gonna take a can of beers or something like that. We'll see. I may just drink them. I may not even risk it. But if if it's if it's popping, it's popping. 
but yeah if you guys if you guys tune in hop in tomorrow it's gonna be at the coliseum definitely stop by if you guys have time for jp this is geo we'll catch you guys next time bye everybody